Welcome to the podcast series presented by the Bi Scholars Student Council in search of a happier you. Good evening, everybody. This is Cadence Govias, your Alpha Housewives captain. And I'm Hussein Wendali Walla, a school prefect. Thank you so much for tuning in for another episode of In Search of a Happier You. This is the second to last episode of the series. Wow. If you stuck with us throughout, we really appreciate your sincerity and support. If you happen to be joining us today out of the blue, don't worry. There's still one more amazing podcast coming your way tomorrow. Today, we're going to be talking about an extremely important topic, quite relevant to ourselves as students and this particular stage of our lives, from which in just a short time, we'll be leaving school and we'll have to find our own way in the world. We've got a very special guest joining us now to talk about why developing leadership and entrepreneurship skills is vital and how to go about doing that. He is an extremely driven and accomplished individual, the co-founder and CEO of Lock and Stock a well-established educational consultancy firm based here in Dubai. Furthermore, he's an alumnus, ooh, fancy word, of our very own home away from home. Well, not as of right now, since it's Corona time. Stay put at your first home, guys. But yes, our beloved Dubai scholars. A very, very warm welcome to Mr. Craig Fernandez. Hi, Craig. Thank Hi. You so- Thank you so, so much I was going to say hi, Hassan. Hi, Cadence. Thanks for having me and uh, pleasure to be here. Oh, that is great to hear. How are you doing? How's your day been? Uh, my day's been great. My day's been great. Uh, really looking forward to this podcast and um, very, very excited to be here. You know, as as Cadence mentioned, I was a Dubai Scholars student maybe like, I don't know, eight, nine years ago. And uh, yeah, you know, honestly, I wish we had things like this when I was at Scholars. So when when I heard about this and I heard about the opportunity, I I was like, yeah, like, hell yeah, count me in. So really, really glad to be here. That's really great to know. All right. So we want to know what's the, what was the inspiration behind Lock and Stock? When did you get the idea for it? And what's the purpose for it? Tell us how exactly it all works. All right. I will. I will. But actually, just a quick clarification. Earlier, um, you introduced Lock and Stock as like an education consultancy. That's not really what we are. Um, Lock and Stock is so much more than that. You know, it's it's really multiple platforms all under one umbrella and the the main purpose the main purpose of it's a mobile application and the main purpose of the mobile application is to keep students off their phones and how we do that is by providing them with awesome rewards for doing that thing you know we didn't want to go through administrations we didn't want to go through teachers and professors that's boring we as as i mentioned earlier i graduated from university three years ago school eight years ago i know that if I knew that if we went through teachers or through the administration, it, it just, it wouldn't be seen as sexy, right? When, when we're marketing to students. So what we did was we tried to find ways to keep lock and stock, um, let's say important to our users by giving, giving our students the things that they want. So on the application, you lock your phone, you get access to offers, discounts, internships, and scholarships. And that little scholarships arm is where the education consultancy bit comes out of it. But there's so much more to the application with the overlying objective of keeping students off their phones. Um, so just, just wanted to clarify on that. Okay, that's that's amazing. Okay, so did you know that you wanted to do something in business right from the start? Or 
when did that light bulb moment like from the cartoons happen like ding this is what i want to do and this is how i'm going to do it because um i'm going to year 10 now and hasan's going to year 11 and i know this isn't the case for everyone but um i have no clue what i want to do after school and neither do a good amount of my friends and that's pretty daunting you know because we have to go to college or uni soon and decide what we want to do with our whole lives so just tell us about your whole experience with that Yeah so you know actually I think I think um I think business was always a particular calling of mine you said you were going to year 10 cadence I actually launched my first company when I was in year 10 uh when I was 15 years old I launched our, we launched our first company it was called Craig and Savio's football tournaments and what we do is we'd organize football tournaments on the weekends um and we get people to sign up we give them prizes yada 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 and that was our first real company I think we ran about eight tournaments across a span of like 6 months i think we made about 56000 dirhams in profit which is a lot of money when you're 15 years old and my parents were super super happy because no more allowance um 56000 dirhams in profit i remember what when we were when i was in year 10 we would actually skip school we'd like skip school to go to like football grounds around the city and we go to like murder city center stuff like that and we'd sit there right we'd sit there while people were playing football and then after they were done we'd pitch them the the tournament that's how we used to acquire customers that's how we got like people to sign up for our tournaments and um that's what we did that was the initiative that we took so when i was 15 i actually launched we well, Savio and myself launched our first company um 15 15 was your number one i was 18 when when i launched my second company that was in the states that was like a travel service <clears throat> which basically took like sports fans to away games so busing lodging all of that kind of stuff putting them up for one night in the away in the away city and then bringing them back the next day so I was 18 when that happened and then when I was 20 I graduated from university and launched Lock and Stock and now here we are so I think I think just to answer your question business has always been like a particular calling of mine per se and I think I think it stems from you know I I don't particularly come from a very privileged background. I actually still live 10 minutes away from Dubai Scholars. I've been living here since I was like 10 years old and I still live here like 10 minutes walking distance from Dubai Scholars. Don't actually come from a particularly privileged background. So I was like 14, 15, I was, you know, 9th grade, 10th grade, 11th grade and I remember just like wanting more, right? So the amount of pocket money or allowance that I used to get was not very high but just I didn't like it whatever it wasn't very high so I said you know what like screw this like let's go and do something about it so that's when I like spoke to like my best friend um and we and we got together and we launched this literally out of the desire to improve our like I don't know our standard of living at the time per se and and I think that's that's really what business is about you know if you want to if you want to change not only the world but yourself and your own environment you got to take the initiative um and that's the only way you will be able to change that so i think that calling was always there that's pretty amazing to hear that's really inspirational because it shows that you're never too young to just get out and do whatever you want like there shouldn't be anything holding you back i think a lot of people my age um we kind of hide like me included we kind of hide behind the excuse oh, i'm too young oh, i don't know how to do this um what if it doesn't work you know all of those excuses so that's that's pretty great to hear let's delve a little bit deeper into the topic entrepreneurs are people who start up and run businesses like yourself you run businesses as well and they play vital roles in our society they provide things that people need and want 
and are the biggest contributors to economic growth. Based on this alone, it seems plain that developing entrepreneurial and leadership skills in students early on is crucial. But obviously, not every student likes to take the entrepreneurial path. However, regardless, do you believe that it is not as important for, say, people who are scientifically or artistically inclined to develop the same entrepreneurial skills? Why or why not? So um, I don't really think entrepreneurship can be bucketed into business, science, arts, or anything like that. I think what defines entrepreneurs from other people is that entrepreneurs are willing to take risks. I think that's the biggest differentiating factor. Um, <clears throat> I think that's the biggest differentiating factor. Uh, startup mortality is incredibly high, and you know, 90% of all new startups, especially tech startups, which is what we are. 90% of tech startups um, fail within their first two years. So <clears throat> that's, you know, it's, it's highly irrational to even launch a startup when, you know, those are the numbers, when, when the fact of the matter is that there's a 90% chance you fail in two years. So with that in mind, what defines entrepreneurs from the rest of society, you know, whether they're business-minded or scientific-minded or artistic-minded or anything like that, an entrepreneur is able to take risks. That's, that's the main differentiating factor. Um, yes, I do think entrepreneurs are very, very important to society. <clears throat> I think um, entrepreneurship, entrepreneurship just in its essence, if you stretch back, so of course now the pace of entrepreneurship has increased over the last 20 years, but if you just look back in time, you know, entrepreneurship from Alexander Graham Bell gave us the telephone. Entrepreneurship from um, Falcone gave us the radio. Entrepreneurship from um, <clears throat> Henry Ford gave us the Model T. So entrepreneurship or just people, people in essence. Okay, so there, there's like a standard definition for entrepreneurship, but I'm just going to like, I'm just going to like, like rephrase that. Entrepre entrepreneurs are people who aren't afraid to think different. That's it, literally. And anybody who looks at the world and says, this is bullshit and we want to change things and make it better. Those are entrepreneurs, business, science, arts, doesn't matter. Um, so I do think that entrepreneurs are very, very important for society because that's the only way with, with, with people willing to change the status quo, that's the only way society moves forward. Candice, I think you're on mute. Cadence, I think you're on mute. I'm sorry. Um, very true. I completely agree with that. Um, so now that we've established that there isn't like a limit to who can be considered an entrepreneur, um, do you have any advice for people who are looking to start up something in the entrepreneurial field? Um, how do you suggest that they develop um, these qualities that they already have in them? Maybe something uh, that you've done yourself? Yeah, yeah. I mean, so the, the biggest thing, the biggest thing, I'll just, I'll come back to this. The biggest thing is just self-belief. Um, the hardest period in the life of a startup or for an entrepreneur is the three months before the startup launches and the three months after the startup launches. Those are the hardest months, the six month, the six month time period with launch being in the middle. It's the hardest time frame. Um, and it's just self-belief because I'll, I'll, so I'll, yeah, I'll give you an example about when we launched. Um, we launched on September 24th, 2017. I spent like the three months prior to that just trying to reach out to brands and companies to partner with us, literally. So June, July, August, and then the first three weeks of September, just reaching out to companies. 
I think I may have called like like 10,000 companies, 10,000 brands or, you know, offices or restaurants or just whatever across Dubai, across the UAE. I think I must have called like 10,000 of them to get like like 500 meetings um, to eventually end up with 20 companies that work with us when we launched from 10,000 all the way down to 20. And that's 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 incredibly it's incredibly grinding, you know, and there are a lot of points in that like preparatory phase, I guess, where you think, you know, like, oh, you know, is what I'm doing, is what I'm doing the right thing? Am I making the right choices in life? Should I just quit and get a master's degree or undergrad degree or whatever, whatever phase in life you're at? Should I just, uh, you know, get a job or something? Like, what is the point of this? Will it work? These are all natural questions that you're going to ask yourself. Um, and the biggest thing is just self-belief. <clears throat> I think um, a wise man, a wise man once said, Blessed are those who believe yet cannot see. And that really sums up entrepreneurship in a nutshell. Blessed are those who believe yet cannot see. That's what separates entrepreneurs. You have to believe in what you're, you have to believe in what you're dreaming about better or more than everybody else. Because nobody else is going to see what you're saying. Um, and that's the biggest quality that entrepreneurs have to develop and maintain as well. Wow. Thank you, Craig. You have genuinely made something that is actually deemed very complicated by most people sound a lot more simple. Sadly, we have run out of time for today. So there you have it, everybody. Wise words of advice from Craig. Thank you for that. Thanks. Thanks wow. a lot for having me, guys. Thanks a lot for having me, guys. I mean, Hussein, Cadence, it was a pleasure. So thanks a lot for having me. It was genuinely great Thank interacting you. with you. Thank you as well to our audience for listening to this podcast. We hope you enjoyed it and we hope you gained some wise words of advice from Craig today. But before we go, Craig, do you have any closing thoughts for the people, including budding entrepreneurs listening at home? Um, sure, sure, sure. Um, <clears throat> so just, just the one most important thing, and I know it sounds cliche, and when I was like 15 or 13 or 17, I thought it was bullshit, but I, I know it sounds cliche, but if you are looking to launch your own startup or your own company, the most defining attribute is literally hard work. Because, you know, I know, I know in today's society, they glorify entrepreneurs and entrepreneurs are like rock stars. Uh, Elon Musk and, you know, Jeff Bezos get more headlines than any musician or artist out there. I know it's glorified, but it's not all rainbows and unicorns. There is a lot of hard work. Uh, there's a lot of just nonsense and crap that you have to, you're going to have to deal with. And it's just hard work. So as long as you're willing to, to put in the hard work and put in the time and the effort, um, I think I think entrepreneurship is for you. So those are my last words. All right. Thank you Once very much again, for that. Thank you very much for your enlightening words, Greg. It has genuinely been a pleasure getting a chance to speak with you today. We hope you enjoy the rest of your day. Awesome. Thanks a lot, guys. No problem. And a big, big thank you to all our listeners. We hope you enjoyed today's episode and have taken something valuable away from it. Have a great evening and stay productive. Oh, which reminds me, I should probably get on with my homework. Oops. Thank you for listening to our podcast today. Tune in back tomorrow for a new topic, new guest and new podcast. Until then, stay home and stay safe.